podcast episode. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode. And obviously, I'm going to be talking sports and specifically the NBA. So uh, the playoffs is is, uh, is is pretty close. And a lot of teams are starting to heat up. First, I want to start off, and y'all know which team I'm starting off with. I got to start off with my Warriors, man. Um, so I watched the game they played against the Clippers just last night. took place. Um, the Warriors scored 42 points in the third quarter. Um, Rich, which pretty much sealed the game. Um, Jordan Poole had a huge game. Uh, I think Jordan had at least about, what, 34, if I'm not mistaken. Probably 40, if anything. He had a big game. Um, I wanted to speak on it because, you know, just two, not even maybe... Nah, not even two weeks ago. Maybe, like, a few days ago, people were saying the Warriors weren't even going to make the playoffs. Uh, It was a laugh on social media. Everybody was saying, oh, yeah, they're not going to make it. Uh, Now, fast forward to today, they are actually in fifth place in the Western Conference. Um, Denver Nuggets have the top seed. Second seed is the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Then I think you have, uh, is it the Suns? Yeah, I think it's the Suns. Um, with the third seed, and I think the fourth seed. Let me let me let me get a little quick. Uh, let me get a a more accurate. Uh, let me see if I could tell y'all more accurately. But uh, I'm doing this podcast today because you know TNT. They uh, they talked about the you know the teams that they see uh, going to the the playoffs, and um, you know they left the Warriors off the list. I think that's interesting because I literally just watched this team play a fully stacked um, L.A. Clippers team. You know, they have all their players. Kawhi Leonard is, is, you know, appearing to be healthy. You have Paul George, who's healthy. You have Russell Westbrook, who's playing. Like, they literally got blown out by the Warriors. Um, And the Warriors don't have their uh, best player, Steph Curry. Uh, they don't have Andrew Wiggins, who's a big part of their defense and their team in general. Then they didn't have Gary Payton, too, who wasn't playing. Basically, what I'm I'm looking at here, I'm saying if the Warriors have all those players uh, back and healthy by the time playoffs start, uh, the league is in trouble. And I mean that with everything that like I've, I've been saying, I've been I've been, you know, trying to catch Warriors games here and there. But now nah, it's really heating up now. And I think that. Um, looking at that game last night, the L.A. Clippers, I can see that a lot of people who actually like kind of called them off to not make the playoffs are a little bit, um, you know, they're looking a little bit, they're looking funny because it's like, you know, if we're being all the way honest, the only team in the West that I think can compete with the Warriors is the Memphis Grizzlies. And that's because they have John Morant. They have a young, good team. Um, their, their players, even, you know, last year's playoffs, I felt like the Memphis Grizzlies was the biggest team that can really do damage. Um outside of any other team you know I don't think there's any other team that could beat the Warriors and I mean that like I think the Warriors will beat Denver if they were in the playoffs with them and I, I, I mean just this is just from um them having their the, the experience having Steph Curry on their team which is which always comes in my eyes uh he's still to me a top three player in the NBA when he's healthy um if you have Steph Curry you have a chance to compete for the title um yeah and I think, 
you know, listening to TNT, the guys on uh, TNT last night when they spoke about, you know, the the, the teams that could actually go to the um, finals, they, they, they didn't mention the Warriors. Um, you know, that's interesting. And as I said, because, you know, I don't I don't see how you can leave a team off that just won the uh, championship just last year. Um, and they're winning games like this without their um, MVP, the finals MVP, Steph Curry. Uh, it just is it's, it's kind of like, you know, again, you could kind of see how 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 scared a lot of people are to really see the Warriors in that playoffs. Brian Windhorst went on uh, ESPN. He's talking about the Warriors. He thinks that Kevin Durant has nothing to prove um, now that he's with the Suns. Well, Kevin Durant obviously feels like he has things to prove. He went to go join the Suns. He could have easily stayed with Brooklyn, could have easily built that team, could have tried to win some games. No, when Kyrie left, he decided to leave. That tells me right then and there that he's not content with uh, his story. And that's just the honest truth. Everybody knows that Steph Curry is the reason why he won those rings. If he did not join the Warriors, he would have not won those rings, period. I don't care what he was able to do and push them over the hump. He didn't push them over the hump much because they could have easily got another all-star, and I still believe they would have won another championship. Um, you know, you have the people who will say, oh, you know, Kevin Durant, this is Yeah, Kevin Durant is a great player. I, never, I can never take that away from him. But he does need to prove himself at some point that he can actually take a team over the hump with it just being him and maybe another another star. Every time you see Kevin Durant, he's joining another team that's already put together. Like, for instance, in this Phoenix Suns situation, you joined a team who's already, you know, three or four in the in the Western Conference. It's not like they're, they're you know, it's not like they're, you know, not in a good position. They're already in a good position, you know. Uh, you know they're going to make the playoffs. But this is going to be more of a challenge than it would have been than he, when, when he went with the Warriors. But still and all I'm trying to say is, you know, you're still joining another team. Uh, you didn't do it on your own. Giannis um, is a perfect example of a player who did it on their own because Giannis has a ring. <laughs> Giannis has championship rings, and Giannis actually has stayed with his team and has not, you know, he's not going to leave regardless if they're not doing well or not. And I think, you know, we, we don't talk about that enough, you know, honestly, because a lot of players are so quick to leave their teams in this generation and everybody thinks it's like a – you know, oh, well, they just want to ring. They don't have to prove nothing. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, if we're really being 100, this is why I don't like the comparisons with, with, with LeBron and MJ because I feel like it was just a totally different level um, of, 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 of everything. You know, competition was different. Um, not only was competition different, but LeBron and MJ had different paths. MJ stayed on the Chicago Bulls till he retired, and, and then he left and went to the uh, Wizards when he was like, what, so so much older in his career? I mean, you can't really compare. You can't really compare that, man. I mean, it's no way to compare LeBron and MJ. MJ is always gonna be the goal in my eyes. I don't see anybody that can take the game the way that he, you know, take the game to the place that he took it, and be that big and universal all over the world. Like Michael Jordan is a staple of basketball. When you think of the bas- of, of basketball. And I don't know about generations, it could differ. But when you think of basketball, you immediately think of guys like Michael Jordan. You think of Kobe Bryant. You think of LeBron. But a person who knows the sport knows Michael Jordan is the the, the, the staple and the blueprint of, of all of that. Like, you'll never see another guy play like Michael Jordan. 
I wasn't even around when Michael Jordan was here, but I, I did see YouTube highlights. I've never seen a player look like that. I've never seen a player look like that. I've watched whole games of Michael down to the last minutes in clutch. And I'm like, when I'm telling you, you never seen nobody play like that. You never seen nobody play like that. The only person I've actually been able to witness play like that in the last crunch minutes of a game. And people may listen to what I'm saying and they may say, oh, whatever. The only people that I've seen actually play close to having that killer instinct at the last minutes of a game is Kobe Bryant and Steph Curry. And I always say that because I'm telling the God honest truth. I, I really have not seen that out of LeBron. People, I, and, and let, me, let, me be, let me be honest when I say this, 100%. If you talk about what a person does off the court, you will have to give MJ that edge. And you know why? Well, no, you will have to give, I, 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 I totally said that wrong. You will have to give LeBron that edge. <laughs> because one thing I liked and I've always liked about LeBron is that he's kept a great image throughout his career. You know, LeBron has never had any scandals. LeBron has never really, you know, done anything that you know, would make people really superly side-eye him. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, the the when he did that, you know, leaving from uh, Cleveland to go to Miami, I, I never really cared about the the you know him actually going on going on um, TV and doing that. You know, that was nothing. All he did, all he said, is that I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I, I respect somebody that you know, wants to do whatever they're, they're going to do. Um, but something I've always liked about LeBron is that he's kept a good image throughout his career. His, his career is almost, you know, he's almost done. So his career has been just so clean cut. Like, um, that is something I've really liked about him. You know, as, as everyone does know, Kobe Bryant had, you know, the rape scandal. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant had a few other things in the, in the um, you know, media where he cheated on his wife, things like that. Uh, so, you know, those type of things made him look a lot different to a lot of people, you know. Um, MJ also is another person where MJ didn't really have any really real scandals, but he did uh, have the, the divorce from his wife, you know what I'm saying? And then he had, you know, other women coming out and saying, whatever. Those are things that, you know, obviously could give a different outlook for, for certain people. Another thing about LeBron is that he's very vocal um, when it comes down to speaking on, um, you know, police brutality, uh, social injustice that black people face. I think that's an amazing thing. I think he's made himself present when it comes down to a lot of that. Um, you know, and that's one of the, the things about LeBron that I actually really, really like. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that is, you know, why a lot of people will look at him and give him that edge over MJ or over Kobe or, you know, over those type, those type of athletes. And, and I, again, you can't be mad at people for that. But when I think of the game of basketball and you ask me who my GOAT is, I'm going to tell you it's Michael Jordan. And I, I've always felt that way. And I will always keep that stance forever. You know, um, you know, and I have players that I like outside of outside of MJ, but he's definitely the GOAT to me. Um, and like I can say everybody has different GOATs. So somebody may say LeBron, somebody may say Kobe, somebody may say Steph Curry. Um, again, everybody has different GOATs, and that's just going to be that. Um, but back on topic with, um, I think we were talking about um, KD. KD. 
Um, yeah. So the Western Conference is heating up, and a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams are, are are really just looking a lot different. But the Warriors really, to me, is meshing at the right time, and this is going to be the difference to me in the playoffs. And this is, and you know, what's so crazy is is that I think Steph is ready. You know, like I see Steph on the bench last night. Steph is like, you know what, I'm ready to get back. You could tell he's eager to get back and play. That lets me know right there that these guys are going to make another run for that for that championship, and I'm ready to see it. I want to see I want to see Steph get five rings, and I think getting five rings to him is like a solidification of how much he's done and what he's been able to do in this league in such a and I hate to say this, this is actually a short span of time that he was able to do these things. Like, just imagine Steph Curry being able to say he has five rings and then looking over at LeBron, who has four rings, but LeBron has had to switch from team to team to team to get the rings that he does have. You know, like, it, 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 is, a, it is a solidification of loyalty Steph Curry has been with this team since he was drafted, man. Like, people do not get it. Like, Steph Curry has been with the Warriors since he was drafted. He's never left. He stuck with them when they were bad, when they were good. He never left. He deserves every single ring if he gets any more after this, but after that, whatever. He deserves all the rings that he can get. And I'm hoping that Curry could get six rings. That's how much that I really want Curry to get six. Because if we're being all the way 100, the league and all the all the analysts and everybody, they are afraid for Curry and and the Warriors to get five rings. Like when you talk about when you have to actually go down the list and tell people that Steph Curry has the most rings in the eras of LeBron's and the eras of KD's and the eras of all these great players, bro, that's, that is a colossal for him. And I think it's going to happen. And I, and I, and, and again, people may, may think about what I'm saying and think, oh, you're just a Warriors fan. No, I'm looking at the experience. I'm looking at the fact that when you play teams like Denver, these are young teams. When you play teams like Memphis, these are young teams. When you play teams like the Suns, Yes, the Suns are a good team, but they just added KD. That's going to take time for them to mesh. Then on top of that, I never really felt like the Suns were going to be the team to knock the Warriors out of any type of contention. I felt like they would give them a good matchup in the playoffs, but I still feel like the Warriors will win that uh, win that matchup. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. The Warriors, the Warriors healthy to me is is better than all the teams in the West. So. People may take that how they want to take it. I'm just I'm just giving my opinion on that. I've seen the differences in the Western Conference and how everything is heating up. And I'm just here to say that if the Warriors can go on and win, uh, let me see the Warriors schedule. So the Warriors play the Pelicans tonight, which is a, a game that they will have to pretty much win. Not saying it's a must win, but they need to win it. Um, it would look really good for the record. And after that, they play the Lakers. So they have two games that, that really, to me, are big games for them. Let me tell you all something. 
if the Warriors can go in and beat the New Orleans Pelicans, that'll give them a thirty. That'll give them a thirty-four uh, record, thirty-four thirty record. Um, if they can go in and beat the Lakers, that would be huge with Stephen Curry returning. If they go in and beat Oklahoma City, which I feel they will uh, will do, then they have to play the Memphis Grizzlies. They mind you, they've already beat the Memphis Grizzlies. As I've said before, the Memphis Grizzlies is the only team that I'm scared for for the Warriors. The only team. Any other team I'm not scared about. Then they play the Milwaukee Bucks. Then they play the Phoenix Suns. All I'm saying, this is going to be a totally different Warriors team uh, going forward, and I think that the league has to has to be ready for this. And, um, you know, again, let me be all the way honest when I say, um, you know, the Warriors has, all, have, has always been a different team when they are uh, healthy. Getting Andrew Wiggins back, they're going to need Gary Payne too and Steph Curry. Get those three guys back. This team, to me, is going to win the ring. Because they have a good team. I don't, I don't, I don't see any other team beating them. And you know, you have a lot of great teams that are that are obviously in the uh, in the league, but I still don't see a team that's gonna beat them though. But again, we we're gonna have to see. Um, this was just a, a episode for me to uh, kind of you know let it be known that I I did see the game last night was very 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 uh impressed by how good they looked like man you you were playing the top of the top with Kawhi and Paul George and they didn't even make them that they made them look like they were the Charlotte Hornets um that's crazy but again that's what happened so all right guys thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast uh today I really just wanted to um talk some NBA um and again I'm really excited that the playoffs is is, is uh right around the corner um uh, I will keep you guys uh posted you know on, on my thoughts and views on um you know this playoffs but um obviously you know a lot of good stuff is happening so thank you guys for tuning in and I will definitely be um get a new episode in uh soon thank you bye